Hiya, and welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile. Hiya, mine being the hopeless romantic. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and to all the, the podcasts out there, if you guys do this episode... Uh, and don't start it off with Haya. What are y'all doing? Come on, you got you got to start off with a Haya for this episode. This is uh, this you're is doing a, you're doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. This is a Haya episode, if there ever was one. Uh, of course, we are talking about the uh, Love You Wary Welcome to Valentine movie that just that just aired last weekend. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say just <laughs> the days they fly by in in February. That they do. We are talking about Welcome to Valentine, and this, you know, I'm surprised that these movies are actually, that, like, they actually have Valentines in yeah. them. I want to say everyone so far, right? Paris Proposal, well, maybe not. That one didn't have Valentines, did it? No, I don't know. Actually. Or was the ad they were doing for Valentine's Oh, maybe it was. Day? No. Man, now we are not a very good podcast if you don't remember <laughs> that. Uh, but no, I, I know what you mean. I mean, there's definitely like a Valentine vibe as opposed to the the end of summer movies, uh, which seem to steer clear of fall for some reason. They are very anti-fall. So uh, really happy to see that. Uh, and with that in mind, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. What did you think of Welcome to... I can't even say welcome. What did you think of Welcome to Valentine? Is this one that you would love to watch again while digging into some stale uh, chocolates left over from Valentine's Day? Mm, yum. Mm, delicious. Is this one that you'd have on in the background while uh, taking down the <laughs> Valentine's Day decorations? Or is this one that you would never want to watch again ever in your life? <laughs> ever. Uh, well, my Valentine's Day decorations are still up. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this this might surprise you. And I think it surprises me as well. But mm. I I would watch this movie again. Okay. When you said this might surprise you, I figured you would say that. So you gave me, gave me a clue. <laughs> I had very low expectations for this movie. And... Yeah, the previews were not good. They were not good for this movie. This movie was... It was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like the kind of weird that I like. Right. So not everything worked for me, but enough did work that, that I would watch it again. Okay. So what, what about you? Uh, no, this is one <laughs> I would not watch again and not, it's not because of anything I think that the movie did. I was, I was really worried about the lighting because in the previews, they showed some scenes and I was like, man, this lighting, it looks like they didn't have the budget to do the proper lighting. So I got very worried. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with a lot of the scenes though. I think from a technical standpoint, um, I think they did a lot of things correct. So that was really nice to see. I have one problem and unfortunately it is, it is a large problem. And that problem is with the main female lead, not the actor herself, but her character. I have this unwavering dislike of, of characters like this where, you know, they move to the big city, they want to be an artist or a writer or what have you, and they don't accomplish their goals in two years. And New York City, which again is like the, the center for all arts in the world. So you have to be incredibly good or incredibly lucky to make it within two years and then they get discouraged and it's just I, I hate it I hate seeing these sort of self-deprecating characters um not a fan of that so because I didn't like the main character I couldn't get into the movie she she just drove me crazy wow I'm sorry I'm sorry for everyone that liked the main if character if there w w was a character in this movie to dislike it would definitely be the male lead. No. But we'll, but we'll get oh, into that. Oh, we're getting that. to it. But again, I just want to reiterate, it has nothing to do with the actor. I, I'm not saying that she performed poorly. It is it is the character um, that I want to make sure that my dislike goes towards because I I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because I'm an artist and I'm in the field and I know these things and what it takes, but you're not going to make it in New York in two years unless you're just absolutely insane or lucky. Um so, so that's where I, that's where I stand. 
You just gave me a look. I, she gave me a look, guys. I, I don't know. I don't know if that was too. Hard. Was that too cynical? Was that too cynical? I'm sorry. I'm, was it was it too cynical? Was it not somewhat cynical? Was it just too too on the nose for cynicism? I think everyone now knows that you know when you try to play off the I'm not so cynical, you know we we know the truth over here. <laughs> but go ahead, give me that that delightful plot summary. That's not full of cynicism. Give it give it to us. Let's hear it. This is not a great plot summary. Uh, this isn't one of those where I, you know, got Penny's help and she <laughs> our ghost, our ghost writer puppy on, <laughs> on the right wording. And this was a, a quick hurry up and do this before we record sort of plot summary. So here we go. Oof. Olivia loses her job and apartment and gets a ride home to Valentine, Nebraska with George, a man she just met. The opposites get off to a rocky start. But with Valentine's Day around the corner, Cupid just might have other plans. <laughs> uh, it was actually, I thought that was good. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like, the only thing I didn't like was there was no Haya. There was no Haya in there. You got to get the Haya. Um, oh, we'll, we'll have enough Hayas in this podcast. So today. much Haya. Um, I thought that was really good. Uh, and I mean, that's the other thing too. I, I you know, I kind of wanted this to be a little bit of a road trip movie. Like they made it seem like we're about to get a road trip film. Um, I mean, they get into the car and then they're in Chicago, like right away. And it's like, okay, I understand you have to ditch the friend. That makes sense. I liked her though. I thought the friend was, was awesome. Um, but then I thought we'd have more antics, more road antics, you know, what do you, what did you, how'd you feel about that? Yeah. So I heard this movie, uh, was described as when Harry met Sally with like a Southern twist. Southern. Uh, Nebraska's on the south. Who who described it like that? I believe maybe I'm misquoting, but the lead actor did you know some an interview that I saw that he kind of that's kind of how he was uh, promoting the movie. Okay, sure. I, uh, so right. definitely did not get that. I mean, other than like two strangers going you know on a road trip like cross country driving together. Okay, but that's about where the when when Harry met Sally ends uh because yeah they didn't really show it was like whoop we dropped the friend off and now we're in Valentine yeah uh but I was okay with that because the movie is called Welcome to Valentine so I let's assume get to the, yeah, let's get to the they're city. gonna be in Valentine for most of the movie um so I I was okay with that but the bit of road trip that we did get I really in, did enjoy. I did too, and that's I think that's why I was a little sad because I thought they did the road trip really nice. I mean, the the Twizzler scene, super cute. I love the Twizzler scene. It was super weird. Again, I think that's where the weirdness of the movie comes in. Like he puts it in in his jacket to warm up the twi Twizzlers. What is that scene? It somehow worked though for me. Yeah, that's where I think the movie. Uh, you know that weirdness is like the charm of the movie and mm -hmm. that's what sort of like sucked me in yeah. um little moments like that like the haya <laughs> like the haya um but before we dive in too deep let's uh talk a little bit about the two main characters so we have uh katherine davis who plays olivia and she actually uh was a supporting character in uh christmas carousel which i don't know if you remember i believe she was like the girl that neil bledsoe's character like you thought maybe they were like friends but then i think they wanted him to like be with her oh she my was goodness like, yeah oh, wow I, that pretty, takes me back I could that be takes wrong. me back so I'm not, you know. You could be. Are you? Are you putting falsities on this podcast? No, it said that she was in that movie, and so that's who I associated with that character. Okay. So if it's not her, then my bad. <laughs> but she was in that. She is in that movie. That's awesome. Um, but this is her first like Hallmark lead, and I know you didn't enjoy her character. Uh, you made it pretty clear, but I thoroughly enjoyed her. I thought she was adorable. Um, I, sometimes she kind of reminded me of myself, which is oh, kind of, that, that's not good. Kind, oh. You know, I'm not like an artist, like trying to make it or anything like her, which I think is what you didn't like, but just kind of like some of her quirks and her, you know, positivity sort of like blind, you know, optimism. Um, 
sort of reminded me of, you know, maybe me in my younger days. But uh, I really enjoyed her in the movie and I and I would love to see more of her. Yeah. And again, let me reiterate one more time for our listeners. It's not it's not the actor. It is it is the character um, because I, I do like this actor. I think she played this character well. I, I and there were parts of the character that I, I did like. Um, but it's that I don't know if it's that blind. It's that blind optimism that you spoke of, but also the the self deprecation kind of deal. Um, I, I just I couldn't get into it. Um, but there were moments that, you know, I think we we all liked her. Uh, one of those moments. Well, I guess we'll we'll get into that as the podcast goes on. But there were moments that she did she did kind of grow on me. <laughs> and then we have Markian Tarasiuk who plays George. Mm. Uh, I saw him in the Christmas at the Golden Dragon movie from Christmas, uh, which I watched that one solo. You did. I, he looks familiar. Have, I must have seen him somewhere, right? Where have I seen this man? Like, I, I love him. Uh, like, his I, character was great. Some flaws. We can go into that. But, like, he, he was awesome. He played this character really well. Yeah, I... I am a fan. I I know I mentioned his character, so we will get into the character of George. Mm-hmm. Um, but Markian, I I want to see lots more of him. I really, um, yeah, I like him. So, gosh, it's gonna drive me crazy. I know I've seen this guy before somewhere, and it wasn't that movie because I didn't watch that one with you. Um, I don't know. I got. I'm gonna have to. It's going to blow He my may mind. remind you. You usually throw something at me. Uh, you usually throw some kind of nugget at me. It's like, oh, this guy was in this show you've seen. He know. reminds me a little bit of uh, Jeremy Jordan, mm-hmm. who was in that Mediterranean movie. Maybe that's who you're thinking of. Maybe. But, yeah. but no, um, he was good. George was a, was a very uh, interesting character. Very interesting character who I just flip-flopped back and forth on how I felt about him. I know, it was weird. Um, he, was, he was one of those weird ones where you're like, God, I hate this character. And like, yeah. Oh, I, like I was like, there's no way, like, what is, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Um, when it started, because I was excited to see him in this movie, but, and then it was just the weirdest thing. I would go from like hating him to loving him to like hating him again to, and I mean, hate is a strong word, but just like, it was it was interesting, uh, like you said. But the two of them together, I thought, and this is another one we talked about how you don't really care for the opposites attract. But this one again, it worked. It worked for me. It's funny because you're right. There's a lot of things in this film that I don't normally like, and that's I mean, there you go. There it is. There's the there's the jam, as they say. Well, let's get into our meet cute. Um, you know, we had a lot of nonsense at the beginning, so I wasn't quite sure how, (laughs) I wasn't quite sure how this movie was going to turn out for me. The, the way it started, I was like, yeah, this is pretty much on par of what I thought it would be, but, uh, you're right. Right out of the gate, we do get her friend, uh, who she's like crashing with and we find out that she's leaving to go yeah. for a movie because she's an actor and she's basically leaving Olivia high and dry with not much notice. A uh, week. She has yeah. a week to get her life in order, Stephanie. Come on. Come on. Um, but like you, I am actually the Tess, the character uh, was played by Sophie Bestel and she was actually in another movie you didn't see, but <laughs> one of my, in my top five uh, was Twas the Night Before Christmas she was a delight. I loved her in that movie. So I was very happy to see her in this one. Yeah. But then a little sad that she was not in it much. I know, but they brought her back a little bit. But I was like, man, yeah, she's got some good energy. Yeah. I honestly think she would be a great lead. Yeah. Um, she's she got she's got has, that higher energy. That we yeah. Need. She's got lead lead potential for sure. Um, but I, yeah, I really enjoyed her. She just has this like certain charm about her. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. And it's hard to play the best friend sometimes. And I think we had a good best friend here. Yeah. So we have the meet cute. Mm-hmm. I hate the, these. <laughs> these, are, these are not fun for me. I mean, it was cute. Pain- this one was cute. But the, the stuff that followed was sort of painful. The actual like meet cute of him being hungry. Like that was a cute interaction. I love like that interaction a lot. I thought that was a really neat interaction. 
the I mean, when she comes out with that tray of white mushroom soup, you know what's going to happen. And I was like, all right, well, let's prepare for this. What what drove me crazy about this this meet cute scene is when the art gallery owner was like, no, I, I really don't have time. And she pressed her. Mm. I I can't stand that. It just and immediately I hated this character because she pressed her. I think <laughs> I think that's what it did. It was it was that moment right there when, you know, this art gallery owner who I'm sure hears everyone come up to her says, you know, I don't have time. Then you leave her alone. If she was like, yeah, sure, it'd be great. You know, you shoot your shot and she did. Then you back away. You don't shoot your shot, then shoot it again and shoot it again. And so that's what bothered me. Well, personally. I think she felt. Yeah. I mean, I'm too close to this movie, guys. I'm an artist. <laughs> I'm way too close to this. I think she felt like this was like her one shot. Oh so she God. had to be like do whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, she was losing her apartment. Like, I get it. But oh God, it awkward. was hard to watch, uh, especially knowing that we knew the mushroom. You know, soup it's coming. You know, was it's going coming, to be man. spilled Ugh. all over her. And and you knew it was going to be George's fault. So that's what was rough because. You know, his little, he does like a yikes, you know, which was super cute. Like, George is cute. Well, Markian is a very attractive person. And I, yeah, (laughs) I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I think that helped for me to really like this character in the end. Um, Because it was kind of just hard to not like him, even when he was being a jerk. Uh, and we have some real jerky moments too, like some deep-seated father issue jerky moments that we need to talk about. Yeah, know? and especially, especially how like invasive he was. Like one of the things that I really was cringy about him is that he just was like wanting to just like take her stuff and look at it, um, which I think we've seen before in some oh, movies, yeah. which really rubs me the wrong way. It's like boundaries, guy, you know. You know, we need some space, um, which he did not respect uh, and for Olivia. Well, why would he, man? This man has a silver spoon in his mouth. He's just doing what he wants. He, there's no boundaries for him. Uh, the world is his oyster, Stephanie. And, you know, the real, the part that really, you know, so he comes out to, to pick her up. They decide to go. He's going to drive her, which, you know, is nice. But it wasn't his idea. It was the friend Tessa's idea. Um which I felt like Tess, did she not, I feel like she knows like a, another side of him, you know, that we didn't fully see yet. Because in my mind, if I knew that my cousin was a bit of an arrogant jerk, I wouldn't put my friend in that situation. Well, her friend had to get home, so she's going to put her in whatever situation. But I'm sure she knows him, you know, he's got multiple sides to him. He's dynamic. <laughs> Uh, he's a dynamic he character. Uh, you know, he's laying on the horn, you know, right out of the gate. We're like, like Bro, okay, wow. Come that's, on. that's pretty annoying. Don't love that. Um, but then we get a scene like the Twizzler scene. And I'm really like, so first I'm like, I'm not so sure about George. Yep. And then when he's like warming up the Twizzlers for her and we have that little moment in at the gas station. What I, a moment. I started warming up to him oh um, in that moment. <laughs> We're cutting that. We're cutting that from the podcast. Um, um, and it was just it was just weird enough that I liked it. Like that scene was strange, uh, unexpected. And that's what really sort of like sealed the deal. I know that sounds crazy, but that Twizzler scene, I was like, uh, OK, I'm in. I'm in for this kind of weird movie. And I'm and I'm glad you, you brought it up again because I I love that scene. I mean. And I think what works so well for it, it, it seemed it was very underlit. And I, I think this movie, you know, um, it suffered, but it also kind of uh, excelled at utilizing a smaller budget. Because I think this movie had a smaller budget because you can tell the types of lighting that they're using in these shots. This felt very natural to me. So we have a very natural shot here at a gas station in the middle of nowhere at night. Both actors are cold. You can tell that both of these actors are freezing. Mm-hmm. Breath is coming out. And again, side note, Hallmark, shoot your Christmas movies at this time. G- like skip a month, you know, skip March and just shoot your Christmas movies at this time. But that's besides the point. Uh, so both actors are cold in this sort of desolate looking gas station in the middle of nowhere, just flat land all around. It's dark. 
dingy, I, I would say, and it works. This scene is beautiful. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. And if we had more of this here, and, and I'm thinking about this now as I'm kind of talking about it, it felt natural. Mm-hmm. It felt natural because it was so weird and awkward and it was great. Yeah, this scene right here, beautiful scene in the film. I, yeah, all for it. Yeah, to me, this is where the movie started for me. Yeah. It was, I was like, okay, because at first I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this couple. I don't know about this guy. Yeah. I mean, he looks good, but his personality is something, you know, not to be desired. Right. Um, but a man warming up your frozen <laughs> Twizzlers for you in his coat, I mean. And then allowing you to eat those Twizzlers in the car. I mean, it was a win-win situation. And just, yeah. Yeah, there was something really just beautifully done about this scene. So. Yeah, and it makes you, like, want to get to know the George character more. Like, why is he such a jerk? What's going on? Obviously, you know, he needs to be in therapy. Maybe he is, but not a good therapist. You start to see he, he has issues. You start to see the different sides of him and you're like, okay, so maybe he's not also bad. Right. And and we've talked about it on this on this podcast before is how we like characters with some um Depth. Some depth, you know, I was going to say dynamism, a little darkness, a little darkness. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, and we get that because he, he definitely has that. Um, he's definitely a flawed character, but we need to know why for me, like, yeah. I want to know why they're like that. I, well, I already know why I, I we don't even need to know. Like you immediately know it's going to be dad issues. And of course it is. Um, so yeah, I, I like a character with a little bit of depth. Um, another highlight of the movie for me, which is another reason why I would, you know, go back to this movie again, uh, was the character of Mickey. Oh my gosh. This, this kid stole the show for me. Give this kid the Hallmark Oscar. He, he played it like a kid. Like this was the first time. Well, he is a kid. I know, but I'm just saying. He couldn't play it any other way. It was true, but it, it was written as for a kid like you know what i mean yeah. like a lot of times they'll play these kids a little bit more adultish you know uh he was written like a, a child and i i loved it i was it's like this this kid is is like my nephews you know when they were younger it was it was perfect he, he crushed this role yeah he was the cutest uh he was played by bayon hoffman and this scene where she, you know, gets home and she sees her sister and her son and Mickey. They they literally attack each other <laughs> in a loving embrace and end up yeah. on the floor. And that was another like weird. I'm like, I think I just looked at you and I'm like, they, they're like on the floor. Well, that was after the 20 highs we get in the door. <laughs> yes. You know, and and well, that too. It was so it like, just hi, like hiya, hiya. Like it kept going on and on. It reminded me of like the Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas kind of thing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And then they're on the floor, and then they're on the floor. And it was those kind of quirks that, to me, made this movie stand out. Gosh, I did. I did love that me. too. Yeah. You know, you're right, man. Don't try and make me like this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, like, no, that scene was was good too. And again, you're right. It's the weirdness and the quirks. And if they had embraced more of that, I think it would have been good. The higher thing is very interesting to me because it it adds character to this town, to the people in this town. It was the higher and them talking about uh, love your neighbor, you know, that, that thing too. So you immediately get a sense of sort of this small town. I wouldn't call it Southern. I think Southern is the wrong word that the actor used for it. It's small town America. Um, it's something I think is kind Again, of lost. Don't quote me on that. Markian's uh, going to come for no, me. I'm I didn't you. say Southern. You're, you're quoting. I'm quoting you right now. <laughs> uh, I think it's something that, that's lost in some of these films, and they nailed it because you give a town a quirk like that, the Haya and the love of your neighbor, you immediately, you know it and you remember it. Like, I'm going to remember Haya forever. Despite what I feel about this movie, I'm going to remember that forever, and it was smart. And it's those quirk and weirdness. And I've never been to Valentine, Nebraska, but is that real? Is that a real? It's a real place, but I don't know if that's a if that's what the people there say. Are these characters real? Are they, <laughs> are they based off real people? Um, but here we get into you know a little romance. We started feeling a little something with the Twizzlers in the coat, and then we we get a hug by. So he's dropping her off. Oh, the hug. We're the saying hu- is that goodbye. what we're calling it? Hug buys. The hug by is that a thing? Did you? I love the hug by, <laughs> patent pending, patent pending on the hug by. 
And this hug by man, Give it me. made me, I was like, okay. Well, the sister we're, saw it too. We're feeling, we're feeling something here. At least I was on my part. And so I was like, okay, now we're, now we're going somewhere. Um, please God, let his car break down. Somebody <laughs> slashes tires. I don't want this man going anywhere. And thankfully Cupid no, it was had other had other. Plans. It wasn't, and that's and that's one of the things that bothered me is we don't have a cupid. It's not that he goes to the car and just stops. We have the uh, the mechanic friend come over and he makes a mistake, and then George just goes off. And to me, that's when I was very hating on George, because yes, he's straight, whatever. But like he showed his true colors in that moment. You can tell what a person really is when they've been drinking or when they're in a, like a, a stressful situation. And so we, we see him with his true colors, and immediately I'm like, this man ain't good for you. You need to run, girl. This is not a good man. Yeah, well, I would I, first I thought Ronald was basically Cupid because I thought he was seeing the, the sort of chemistry between Olivia and George, yeah. and I thought he sabotaged the car on purpose. But no. I don't think that's what no. really happened. But I thought, that's where it was, I thought sure. that's where it was going. But what he did was a mistake, and a big expensive mistake and you know if i were george yeah in this situation i would have been upset as well yeah but i would not have shown it outwardly in the way that george does and so again this is where i started flip-flopping because he was making me really really like him you know and then i was like whoa to me, this was almost unforgivable. That's what I'm saying. That, like, they, I flopped. I yeah. flopped at this point. Like, <laughs> they went too far. Like, yes, you want to... And I love, again, I love what they did where you, you, you flip-flop and you're like, oh, I don't like him. Oh, I like him. Give us more of that. That's fun. But when you go this hard on that scene, you're just like, man, he made a mistake. Like, yes, it, it's awful. Do not attack this man. You no. know, do not attack the family. <laughs> like, he's doing... Like, the whole thing, which is very cringy to me yeah i was like i could never i yeah. would be like get out of my, get out of this place and like, she was never yeah, yeah she responded yeah. accurately right um right. i think you know in that situation it would have been very hard for me to forgive him yeah i don't somehow i don't know I don't know what it is, but we have some strawberry milkshakes and I'm suddenly liking him again. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this wizardry <laughs> that they are doing to me? I mean, they did that well, though. I mean, honestly, they, they did that well. I like that he goes to Ronald and apologizes. And I think that's what helped. And he's like, you know, I think Ronald was very forgiving, you know, maybe a little too quickly. I think it would have taken me a little bit more. Yeah. But I like that Ronald calls him out and he's like, hey, like I... You know, you had a tone with me that yeah. I d did not appreciate. Um, and I'm like, good for him, like for stating what we all were feeling. And I like that they sort of make up, which I think is what helps Olivia to sort of, you know, go about forgiving him as well. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> gosh, if that him with the strawberry milkshakes and buying everyone and he's like talking about how much he loves him and with him and Barbara May, yeah. you know, like they all heard how he how he was. So yeah. I think they were all ready to attack. But gosh, if he wasn't charming, I mean, well, just, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what that's what you do when you have beer and a milkshake together. You're just good to go. I mean, what a combination beer and a what? strawberry milkshake. Give me one beer and one strawberry milkshake, please. On the double chop chop. Perfection. Perfection. Only in Valentine. Yeah, that I mean, that scene was great i mean him him buying every like it was super cute um in terms of lighting i didn't like how it was lit and I, again i think we see sort of the um i want to call it almost under lighting of the scene i think it needed more light uh in this particular scene because it was a wider shot you know it was a larger space um i think they excelled you know just a little bit of technical for you guys i think they excelled in the outdoor shots a lot um, and the small interiors, I think they did really well. Or when they used a lot of natural light uh, in her sister's house, they did they did some really nice shots there. Uh, but it was very understated in a lot of times. Um, but in the in the diner itself, it just didn't feel good to me. I think it needed to be overlit in the diner because it's like a 1950s kind of throwback. You need to have some some colors going there, in my opinion. See, I thought it seemed realistic because I don't know that I've ever been in a diner that was like brightly lit. Are you serious? 
I feel like, and you know, at night, especially at night, like it would have been kind of dim. So Whoa. it seemed, mm. it seemed like diner lighting to me, but I'm I need to not take you up expert. to some diners in, in <laughs> Jersey. I'll show you some, some lit diners because it, they are bright. They are bright and cigarette stained and beautiful. Well, I've been to some diners <laughs> in, my, in my day. I guess we have different, different, different kinds diners, of diners. Uh, that we've been to. But, you know, this movie this movie tried to tackle some... And like I said, not everything worked for me. It, it tried to tackle a few things that I don't know fully worked for me. We have, you know, Olivia and her sister Vanessa's mom has passed. Did they? I don't know if they ever mentioned the father. I feel like they only talk about their mom. Did they mention their father? I don't think, not that I remember, but they were huh. very heavy on talking about the mom and how right. the mom was also a painter. She was an artist and, yeah. you know, they have this like kind of out of nowhere heart to heart. This scene was well done and it, it did make me feel emotion. Like, but it's like a huge heart to heart when they're like decorating for the Valentine's Day parade in the middle of like Yeah, it seemed to come out of nowhere. All right? of these people. Yeah. Like it was almost it almost felt like, oh no, we need to have this heart to heart between the sisters. Oh, just put it here. That's what it kind of felt like to me. Yeah. So, you know, Olivia's feeling upset because she basically you know, George is like, oh, she's a big time artist and she's not really. So she is upset that he made that made that call out in front of everyone. And they think like, oh, my God, why didn't you tell us? So I guess I get that she like wants to come clean. And I'm glad that that didn't like overshadow like the rest of the movie that she comes clean with her sister. Mm -hmm. But then it like takes this like really deep, like heavy yeah. emotional scene that while they it was acted well and it did make me feel emotion it did feel like out of place for me yeah um so there were things like that that the movie like would reel me in and then i would then they would have something i'd be like whoa like that didn't necessarily need to happen um but i guess they just wanted to have some some backstory which i still do appreciate well yeah you have the backstory you have some some depth to the characters again it just felt like like i said just sort of come came out of nowhere um, I will say it almost felt shot different to me as well. We had some some handheld camera scenes, which we normally don't get, um, and just some of the angles they were using. It felt very different to me. Um, I almost want to watch it again just to kind of go through from a technical standpoint and kind of see well, what they were doing. Well, well, I, I, I wouldn't enjoy myself. And then, uh, and then see kind of what they were doing because I did like the, some of the handheld stuff they were doing. I, I think some of these films could could benefit from that it almost had you know dare i say a little bit of an indie vibe you know like i said under budget kind of an indie vibe going for it um i was ready to say indie and especially in the dump scene the dumpster oh, man they go dumpster diving that well, scene I made no diving. sense oh. that scene and again <laughs> i don't know why this worked for me it was very strange this was another like quirk <laughs> to the movie i was like what kind of dump is this it was very well well like oh well, he runs a very well <laughs> he said he had a dump and it was a good it dump. Was like a, ve a very well curated dump yeah um, with this little tunnel. And, and then you have the farmland, like the flat Nebraskan farmland. Like it was weird. It was strange, but that particular scene definitely gave me indie film vibes. Yeah, no, you're right. Now that you said it, cause you have natural lighting uh, for that scene and just, yeah, the way it was shot. Very like muted coloring. Um, yeah, a lot of it was very muted. Um, are you, are you impressed? I am. That I, I'm, that kind I of, that I'm kind of shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of indie films, so um, you're right. Like that could be like on the trailer. Like if they had showed that scene in the trailer, if they, yeah. <laughs> but we get, which is to me again, this movie somehow does these like strange things. Like I think weird is like the buzzword for this episode. It is in Haya. Uh, in Haya, uh, we get an almost kiss at the dump. You know, there she's that, looking that for, sentence is so ridiculous. She's looking for, you know, aluminum. She's looking for love, Stephanie. That's what <laughs> she's looking for. Looking for love in the dump. Love and aluminum. And, you know, he's looking for car parts, as you do. <laughs> and somehow we get an almost kiss. But 
I don't know why it worked for me. Like I was feeling, I wanted them to kiss. <laughs> At the dump. I did too. I hated to admit it. I hated to admit it, but it didn't feel like a dump. Like it felt like someone put together a dump and it wasn't really a dump. Now, if this, if these are how the dumps are in Valentine. It had I mean, no, there's no, I would go to the dump all it's, the it, time. It has to be a day. It's some sort of recycling center. Cause there were like five vans there and, and she had her little tote bag looking for aluminum. It was so strange. <laughs> That's very strange, but it worked for me. Somehow it was just, again, this, the, the, that's the tagline for this movie. Just weird enough for me to like it. I, you know, and again, I think if the movie had more of these sort of quirky scenes, I'd be there. But then I think they try, they like were trying weird stuff and they're like, oh, this is going to work. And then they would kind of go more to the, uh, the tropes and the, the sort of normalcy. And in my opinion, you need to embrace the weird. If you're going for what you're going for, embrace it just keep pushing that and i feel like they did but it didn't always it didn't always work so another weird part about this movie has to do with the conflict uh which we'll get into um and that was with the character of miss hacky uh she was a strange character just sort of stalking them outside of you know the parade decorating barn yeah um in her little foldable chair <laughs> Uh, so that was like a weird little quirk. She was kind of like a strange character in the town, but, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I, if I think I would have preferred her to just stay like a villain yeah, and not give her a sort of redeeming like arc because I don't think she deserved it. No, she, she didn't learn anything. No. Like they, yeah, I, I don't like that. And we've said this before. I don't like it when villains don't get any comeuppance in these movies. Yeah, it was like, I'm going to ruin your parade because I'm not a part of it anymore. And then they just all forgive her and are like, okay, you can be a part of it. Well, you know, well, I, I'm going to push back on you. I'm going to say, love your neighbor. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, I think that's what it was, is that it shows the extent of this town and that you love your neighbor no matter what. And I think that's why they did it. So while personally... I don't like it. I think there's a reason for it. Okay. No, you're right. The cynical cinephile is uh, showing showing me. I mean, they, there's a reason for it. It's based in the story. I'm no. gonna, I'm going to defend the story. You're right. Um, but I didn't. I mean, yes, she played that role well. I mean, the character was just too, too like Mr. Burns kind of twiddling. You know, your your fingers together. Just uh, I hate it. Mr. Burns. Yeah, from The Simpsons. No. Mm. Am I dating myself? Oh, no. Well, we're like the same age, but I, I never oh, really watched man. The Simpsons. I'm sorry so. to all you young listeners out there. Mr. Burns was a villain from a, a popular television show called The Simpsons. I mean, we can go ahead and talk about the con the conflict here. Um, so the, I mean, it's a little weird. I thought, how did you feel about it? Like, I, I didn't hate it. It was just, again, I, I said weird. It was weird. Yeah, well, I mean, so he gets a car part because Miss Hackey... Multiple car parts. Yeah, right? Miss yeah. Hackey's like, sure, you can use this car that they're using for a float for the parade, um, you know, because she's trying to sabotage it. But to me, it didn't fully make sense because if I were George, I'd be like, well, this is all decorated. There's literally like a float like they've been doing this for you know however long i should probably check with someone. i should probably check with olivia and vanessa the people yeah. that are actually doing this um to make sure but i guess he's like oh she seems like a nice little lady so i'm sure it's fine um so that seemed a little unbelievable to me that he wouldn't have checked in yeah. with anyone <clears throat> to double check but that whole part was just kind of meh for me i didn't really care for it the whole her coming to him to like shoot her shot with him like she's like oh maybe i'm you know she kind of gets the confidence after she talks to barbara may which i really like that scene yeah. she's like what's the he seems fun like i like that she was just like you know like have some fun yeah um that was a great scene too. which i really liked because so much so many times in these movies it's like oh he's got to be your soulmate for life and, yeah you know he's got to be perfect in the one and she's just kind of like he seems fun like yeah, you can no. go. You can date him. Like that's, that's a great point. Yeah, that, yeah, great point. 
So I really liked that. And so I loved that she leaned into that and was like, yeah, you're right. So, you know, she goes in and I think we're going to have a moment, which mm. we sort of do. But when she realizes like, oh, you're still leaving, they don't really talk it out. No. no she no. doesn't tell him, oh, you know, I kind of liked you. It's kind of just like, oh, this isn't going to work because I got to go. And, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, it, it seemed like your typical, typical conflict to me. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. Yeah. I mean, we've seen much, much worse in these films in terms of for conflict. Real, yeah. And you guys know how I hate stupid conflict, but for real, for real, for real, for real. Uh, yeah, it was just, you know, like you said, I, I just, at this point I was like, ah, okay. Uh, the thing that bothered me more, I guess was kind of what happens afterwards. Like the, the phone call on the side of the road was weird. It was weirdly shot. Um, and then he's just, I don't know. And just, he's talking to the board members and he's like, I'm going to do this. Like you don't do that, man. You, you take the CEO job and then you make change from the inside. Like it just, I, I couldn't get behind it. It just seemed out of character for him. Um, well, not after spending time in Valentine, babe, you Hiya. Know, that changes the person. Yeah, um, I guess so. Yeah, that, I mean, that seemed on par, though, for me, for someone quitting their job for love. So that wasn't unbelievable. I mean, I was actually kind of proud of him because he did seem like such a daddy's <laughs> boy that he would go along with something that He's he on didn't. a board meeting. You make your father look bad? He, <laughs> he wouldn't do that. To me, he would take the job and then be like, Dad, I'm doing this. Now that I'm CEO, you can't do anything about it. That's old, what he would have done. Old George. George who yells at people that he just met and oh, who gosh. like lays on horns to get people to come out of their homes does that. Yep. But not refined change sure. valentine you know Hiya george Hiya george um so one thing that really touched me which i don't know how you felt about this but we see that she sends uh a, something to i thought you're gonna talk about the valentine in the pocket that's what touched me well we're not we're, we're not, not there, there yet? yet no okay well i'm on she the side sends, of the road she sends well, this happens before. She sends something to where George is going because she knows he's going back home. So she's like, oh, what's your address? I'm going to send you something. Right. And I'm like, what? What did she send him, though? She sends she, it to her She sends it dad. to the office, and then the dad gets it because George ends up. No, no, George no, no. She sends it to the dad. She sends it to the dad because uh, she says, I, I've heard how much this car means to you. So I made this painting for you. She makes a painting for the dad. That's what made no sense to me. Oh, she. I exactly. guess. See, well, I didn't get. I it thought made she sent so it. Much, no, it would have made so much George more sense. Gets there. Would have made so much more sense for her to send it to George. She sends it to the dad. She's like, I've heard how much this car means to you. Here's a painting from Olivia, and he, he's like, Who? Who? <laughs> like it? It's such a weird thing. Well, see, I misinterpreted it wrong because I thought it was the sweetest thing. No. And it like it made me emotional. Like I was like, wow, that was super sweet. You misinterpreted that it to the she, way it probably should have been. That she did. <laughs> maybe we're I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. I'm a hundred percent right. Okay. I will will die on the hill of she's well, I'm gonna to watch dad. this again, so I'll see <laughs> what happens. But I thought it was sweet, nonetheless, <laughs> that she took the time to send and make this painting for yeah. somebody that she knew that this car was special to them. Yeah. Um, because I felt like the car was special to George also. I'm I mean, more upset. He didn't even want Twizzlers in there. So. I'm more because he's afraid of his dad, which is why he <laughs> would never turn on the CEO position. I'm more upset that we don't get to see what she does for that car or her high school friend's baby room. I wanted to see what happened there. <laughs> Um, but no, the, the Valentine in the, in the coat. Pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's where Mickey comes back. Like, I didn't know what Mickey was doing. Some sneaky, you know, Valentine stuff. And it was adorable. And he's just chilling, just chilling, writing Valentine. And such like wisdom. I was going to say, speaking truth. Yeah. This man is spouting truth. And so, you know, George finds it in his pocket and it says something like, I love you. It was like, why something about being like a a special valentine or like yeah. a, a surprise valentine or something i'm well he says you don't have to he had, again spouting wisdom talking about how you don't have to be uh dating someone to be a valentine yeah because he says his dad's his valentine yeah. and he loves his dad and i was like we oh see my the dad? god do we see the my dad? heart we don't 
I don't think so. <sighs> which I thought too. was another weird thing yeah. about this movie. It's like my dad's here. Where <laughs> is he? <laughs> I don't know. Again, if he... budget budget constraints. I'm telling you, budget constraints. Um, maybe he didn't exist. Maybe. Uh, and then we get a weird thing where she's closing up the barn. So I guess he doesn't see the parade, which you know, what have you, fine. He's Did anyone really care about the parade? Like, no one. Cared it was like a her. weird sort of backstory. Is that Miss Haverty or, or what yeah? Have you? But that's what was so weird about this movie. Yeah, Again, with things. the weird, is none of these like things. It didn't like bother Nothing, me yeah. like a, a like it would normally. <laughs> no. I don't know what it was. There was some sort of magic, magic, some Valentine high magic that gave me the blind optimism of enjoying this movie, but. Well, yeah. it was weird because she, again, so, um, we're so sorry. Uh, she's closing up the barn. There's car headlights there. Did she not hear the car pull up? Like, such an odd. With those new car parts, babe, they were it's silent, like a smooth, silent. smooth ride, silent. Yeah, so he's, he's back. He tells her he stayed over in secret and then went down the road, like another kind of strange thing. First of all. You're ruining this moment. This, oh, I'm sorry. Is this a moment? Is this? Oh my God! This is the end of the movie. Okay. All right. I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead. This is like. Go for it. He comes back and he says hiya. Okay. That That's how fun. he starts yeah, out. Yeah, that was fun. Okay. And my heart is melted. I'm like, okay, sure, good boy. And then you know he has a strawberry milkshake in hand. Yeah. For her. Yeah. I mean, that's all you need. A Haya and a strawberry milkshake. That's all, that's all you need, folks. Here a Haya and a strawberry milkshake. Um, I thought it was a really sweet yeah. like comeback. She's really happy about it. So I, I liked it. I thought it was a really sweet moment for them. Yeah. It, no, honestly, it was a cute scene. I love car headlights in a scene. Always, always a fan of that. But you're just worried that what, how, how did she not hear the car? That bothers the heck out of me. I'm sorry. It just And it's just, I can't stand it. Uh, and then we go, is it a year? Is it a year later? Did they do the year later? Hallmark sometimes likes to throw in the four months, the three months later. Well, we get a kiss. Oh, you want to do the kiss first? I, I was going to go right to the year because it bothers me too. <laughs> this movie did not need a year later. Uh, it did not. The kiss was underwhelming. Uh, I will say that, uh, which was disappointing. It's the hug by. The hug by. The hug by did more for me than yeah. the kiss. Uh, I rated this kiss kindling. Sure. And I think I was being kind, <laughs> but there was there was not much going on there. Um, it's because of the car. It, it bothered you too. <laughs> Deep down, you're like, it I doesn't make sense. For the, she would have heard the car. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so I was a little disappointed. I thought George and Olivia had a little bit more chemistry yeah. building up uh, for just a sort of. They should have kissed in the junkyard. Yeah, they should have. Well, that, that's sad to hear. But and again, this is what was so uh, odd about this movie is that we have a year later. So weird. we have just say it is weird. All right. We have all these weird things that happen and then they go back for another trope, which is the year later of their, the four months or what have you. Um, she, somehow she's a famous artist, uh, in the gallery where she drops soup on the woman. Like it, it doesn't make any sense. I, it, it it's probably from whatever she did in that, high school friends bedroom yes went there we viral. go there she posted we go. it on her instagram yep. or her tiktok it went viral and then no it's because of him it's because of her her i guess are they married now the it's because of her blind optimism no it's she because she stuck it out and she persevered it's because of wealth is what it basically this movie tells you that all you need to succeed as an artist is to have a wealthy backer which is her new beau and because of his influence and money, she is now a famous artist in New York. That is well, it's what probably because his dad loved the painting so much and he used he his money in and a influence. Few friends. Yes, exactly. Get this girl in a yep. gallery. Yep. So that's it's all about who you know. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> it's just real. This just movie real. was just just real. Just shooting a little it, too real. Shooting it real. <laughs> shooting it real. That's that. <laughs> uh, shooting it real. Um, but that's you know. That is welcome to Valentine. Um, which I a, felt welcomed a weird, into Valentine. A weird movie. A weird and if, movie. If anything, I I mean, I kind of want to visit Valentine. From the photos that I saw online, doesn't quite look like what they what they portrayed in the <laughs> lies. movie. Movies are um, lies. Well, because they shot it in Canada, Ooh. so. But I think that first of all, I love Valentine's Day, mm. and 
that there's an actual place called Valentine. We gotta go. And that they like love Valentine's Day. We gotta go. I don't know how much truth was in this movie. Um, so much based on true character. If you live in Valentine, Nebraska, and you saw this movie, what did you <laughs> please, think? Yeah, please about reach it? out to us. <laughs> please reach out to us. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for for tuning in and listening. Uh, we've been having a great time with some of these these love you worry movies as well as well, going I back. I would say all of them so far. Yeah, as well as going back to some of our favorite uh, non-Hallmark, just loving movies, um, some rom-coms we've been watching. So I hope you guys have been enjoying our thoughts on that as well. Yes, and make sure to leave us a rating and mm-hmm. review if you are listening on Apple or Spotify. Yeah. And uh, yeah, make sure you're following us on Instagram. We have a fun time over there. And we really appreciate all of the... Listeners. We appreciate all of our listeners. I mean, that's, I mean, I think that's, I think it's a word you were looking for. Listeners. I was, I was, could, I couldn't, I couldn't find it. <laughs> no, but we really do appreciate all you guys. Thank you for listening. You guys are why we still do this. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you. And we'll be back next week with the last movie of for February. Get three? No, it was four. We've had three and then there's four is it for three? February. Wait, what is it? Wait. Chocolate? Chocolate, pr- Paris. Oh, Paris. And okay. Valentine. And now right. w- next week uh, is going to be, or this week, is <laughs> going to be the, uh, the magic. Again, magic. There's been magic. Oh, the golem. And the golem one. The sculptor. Yeah, the golem. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to some magic golem. Yeah, this one uh, looks like it could be could be a winner. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but thanks again, and we'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs>